Talk lines open now at 247-2000. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum, brought to our Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I am your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and it is Queer Talk Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited to be able to have this segment every Wednesday where we have a, a queer member of the, of the, of the community. I have a stutter today. And, uh, and we talk about what's going on and, and their lives and talk about our lives and just, and just talk about the, a, a, a community in Ketchikan that isn't necessarily always focused on and doesn't get uh, the most attention. Uh, Naomi, how are you t- today? Excellent. It's perfect out, so... We are in the studio with Naomi Spar, and I'm so excited to have Naomi on today because I've been so we we've talked a lot about trans uh, experiences here and on uh, Queer Talk Wednesday, but we haven't had anyone who is trans to represent that sector. So it's really important to important to me to have you on and talk about your life and your experiences and and your thoughts. Uh, but Naomi, let's first get into introducing you and how you came to Catch a Can and who you are. Yeah, totally. Um, well, I grew up in a town on the other side of the Inside Passage, uh, down in Port Townsend, and pretty much growing up, just saw boats go out and head up to Alaska, and you know, learning how to five, learn how to sail since I was five. It was like my dream immediately. Like, okay, I need to get to Alaska. Like, that's my first, you know, goal in life. And and then growing up, eventually, you know, you're old enough to get out of the shipyard and. I joined the Merchant Marine and came up on tugboats and delivered fuel and became a tankerman, just delivering fuel from Ketchikan to Barrow to Attu Island. It was pretty cool. Like, very authentic Alaskan experience, like going through two winters in the Bering Sea and, like, exploring and, you know, just getting only a professional taste. And I was, like, so curious, like, what's it like to live here? What's it like to, like, have friends here and, like, you know have a life like i'm so curious and this is my first time like really making it happen and then you found your way to ketchikan where we have this beautiful almost like almost like land of oz situation going on here where everyone's kind of kind of here we're all uh artists we're all singing and dancing around (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally and drinking at the uh at the at the bars at night (laughs) uh so uh so you so you started out in, uh, in Port Townsend, then you come to Alaska, you work in the Bering Sea, you have these intense jobs and these intense experiences um, as a, as a uh, boat captain, yeah? Um, I, was, uh, I, I moved up from like ordinary seaman to able seaman, and I was basically just running the deck. Okay, yes. And then, and then you come here, and you're just living life here in, here in Ketchikan, and you kind of find... Well, you're still finding your uh, groove. You're, you're you're new to to town, and you're finding your groove, finding your community, and finding your uh your 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 your, your people. Yeah, uh huh. And, and we're here. So that is the story of how Naomi got to be here. And now I want to just get into how are you today? You know, I think that's such an important question, especially to especially to today that we don't always ask each other. Like, how are you? How's your mental health? Like, what's what's going on? Um. Well, I'm really happy it's a business day because I'm in a, like a business mood. Yes. <laughs> just like working on my resume and my cover letter and I'm like, what What do I actually want to do? You know, it's like, I, di- I don't know. I didn't realize it was going to be such a big like transitioning point, but um, there's just so many layers to to kind of manage and, you know, it's not up to me entirely. It's just like I put myself out there and, and I've been getting a really 
cool response from the community. But and so today I'm just super motivated. That's the beauty of <laughs> Catch a Cannon. So once you put yourself out there, and once people know who you are and they know your face. They'll open up pretty much. They'll, they'll open right up to you. Like you get all kinds of chances and, and opportunities, uh, and and yeah, it's nice. It's a really dope place. Like today, I'm feeling very. It's been an interesting week for me, Naomi. Uh, this uh, this coming Sunday is my grandmother's birthday, and it's the first birthday since she's passed. So it's been a very yeah. sort of like moody, wavy kind of week for me. Um, uh, almost anxious i'm almost anxious to see what that day is going to be like because it's been weird yeah things have been kind of weird but you know that's but that's that's okay that's why we have uh catch a can we have this community we have the people here who we can talk to we have family we have uh friends and uh and it's really cool now naomi uh has had quite an interesting life now naomi you've done some really crazy things like you told me this story uh, a few weeks back about sailing from washington no no, well you Mm -hmm. live on a sailboat so you do sail but you uh kayaked from washington all the way to alaska and there's some some crazy experiences within that trip alone that i would love for for you to talk about oh yeah um so there's this this big event in port townsend called the race to alaska Mm -hmm. and it's basically just like all you know all the shipwrights and dirt bags and the yachties and people from out of state like from sperry you know like big sponsors were like oh this is really cool we should all like, yeah, let's get out there. No engines allowed, no support for 750 nautical miles from Port Townsend to to Victoria to Ketchikan. And wow. Victoria is, I say that because it's like, it's like, wow, this is such a big party. Like, it's so awesome. Like, it's just beautiful and everyone's drinking and like, you're just meeting other captains and, you know, like figuring out how are we going to how are we going to approach this and survive because it's more of a survival race <laughs> yeah than a super competitive like yeah we'll never see you you're going to be way behind us it's like hey are you still there are you okay are <laughs> you, you alive, alive? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys freeze overnight okay you're cool <laughs> but um yeah we built this 25 foot aluminum maryland sharpie it's like an 1800s workboat design and we milled the mass we cut down some trees we milled them into mass and we sewed the sails and um yeah, it was, and then we we just you know pushed it in the water, and people were like, "You're crazy. There's no way you're not gonna make it." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "That's not gonna happen." And I was like, uh, "I don't know. I guess I'm crazy." And then we made we got 12th place out of like 35 boats, and I was like, "Oh, y- not bad, you know." Not bad. <laughs> now the race to to Alaska. I think most people in Ketchikan know about it because it ends here. Um, uh, there was one year they had the race to Alaska, and they had the sort of. Uh, the uh the grand prize giveaway at the fish house and this was a night where i was performing so i got to be the one to give away the uh top three prizes some oh wow so some some (laughs) team of like ladies won ten thousand dollars it was oh my goodness really crazy day that's a really super powerful super powerful really crazy event everyone's just like exhausted because they've been sailing and just uh kayaking going through their own crazy adventure in their head own (laughs) adventure in their head maybe (laughs) doubting what they decided to do oh yeah lots of boats didn't make it like they when i went out the first day it was like flat calm and then like halfway through the day 50 knots of wind picked up and the seas were like 20 feet tall like 15 to 20 feet and and 
there are helicopters flying out and rescue boats from Can- Canada and the United States, like doing joint operations. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like they're so tied up. It's crazy. Like, I'm not going to call them. We're just going to try and make it happen. <laughs> and it was terrifying, but. What what was the the scariest part of that trip? Uh, yeah, just after leaving Port Townsend, actually, because <laughs> we we uh, we could see Victoria Harbor entrance, and we were like, oh yeah, let's make it. We're rowing, you know. And then the wind picks up, and it's like, okay, we can't row, so we the sails, uh, the mast breaks, it like falls in the water, <laughs> and we're like, oh no, and but we have our other sail, but it's overpowered. There's no hope. We're just like comp- just. And the, the boys, they're wiped out. So they just give up like rowing and submit to the sea. And I'm like, okay, we get blown like 35 miles away. Jesus. And we're up against these like 100 foot cliffs on the west side of, uh, was it the, the San Juan Island? And, oh. and I'm like, those, those rocks, those are rocks. Like we're going to die. You know, we're not going to make it if, if we get washed up against the, that cliff. And I was like, all right, boys, if you want to live, you have to start rowing right now and never quit. <laughs> and they were just like all asleep. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just started to grab like, them. Wake up boys. <laughs> yeah. Wake up. Like, cause you know, you just literally are exhausted to the point of total failure. And then you just have to step it up again. And one of them was like, we're going to, I'm going to jump and then I'm going to swim out. I was like, no, like you're going to die. But after that, we, we kind of worked things out. We welded up the step and we fixed it. We, we talked about it and then we just, went through gale after gale after squall after squall like all the way up the inside passage and through cape caution and you know it we were like shake, shaking in hypothermia basically but we just would row and yeah we made it happen <laughs> how long did this take and we did it twice by the way because oh. we wanted to make sure we weren't just crazy and that we could actually do it so <laughs> wait wait wait, 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 wait. <laughs> was the second time a better finish um, second time a better finish. I wish. I don't think it was. I, yeah, I think I blocked it from my memory because it wasn't that good. But, <laughs> but it, there was no wind. There was no wind that year, so we just rode almost the whole time, and it was like so hard. I was like, this is insane. We're just working because at least it's we like were sailing. Back muscles just like going. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Oh, so, so we're also joined in the studio by the one and only Evan Porter, who will be playing uh, some live ukulele music for us, some uh, some original tunes at the end of uh, of our segment with Naomi. So let's yes. give a Hello, shout friends. out to Evan Porter. Um, <laughs> so that is crazy intense. So you're going from basically a near death to pull, to pulling yourself out of the uh, out of your 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 funk and then just getting getting to it and then making 12th place out of 35 mm-hmm. in, a, in a race well a journey from washington to alaska oh yeah that's intense and it's and it's almost uh it's almost poetic in the sense that you are a member of the queer of the queer the queer community mm-hmm. and that's sort of the that's sort of what what happens with us, you know. That you 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 have to find yourself. You have to hit a a, a bottom point and then pull yourself out and say, "Hey, no," and kind of declare what your goal is and declare who you are and what you are doing here. Now, I, I want to sort of talk about what, as a trans woman here in Ketchikan, what has your experience been? Um, I it's actually it's been pretty unique. I I I'd say it's been better overall for sure. Um, <clears throat> Cause in the past I just kind of had shallow like fishing experiences, you know, just fishing and stuff. But now it's like, I'm developing these 
everything's just a lot more powerful. Mm. Like the people I meet, their emotions, they have a lot more emotions about how they feel about me. Like whether they like me or dislike me, yes. it seems to be like <laughs> significantly more powerful than when I was just wearing like a flannel shirt <laughs> and D- like, you know, just kind of looking the part so no one bothered me. But now I'm, I'm like being myself because I'm super confident about who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I know who I am and I like know my sexuality and I know what I want. And I, yeah, I got, I did really good in my career. So I'm just like, yeah, um, this is me. And like, I wish people were cool, but. <laughs> my favorite part about you, Neil, is that you'll see, I'll see you riding around in a fabulous skirt on a, on a motorcycle <laughs> and just living and giving. Oh, yeah. And I love that. So I want, so you've been in Ketchikan before, before you transitioned, you uh, have been in Ketchikan before. And I want to talk a little bit about your experiences um, before your transition to now here in Ketchikan and just in general in, 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 in life. Yeah. Um, well, before I transitioned here, I was I made I made a lot more money <laughs> than I do now, but um, I'm but now I'm, I'm having these I don't know just the friendships that have been growing have been like things that I feel they, I don't know they make me feel really emotional and I just it's a little like, more more spiritual yeah a lot more spiritual a lot more meaningful and a lot more like important than just like you know showing up and putting on a facade and getting in fistfights with other other guys like for no, no reason you know like i love that i love that yeah <laughs> i feel like once you're living in your in your truth and you're giving of your true essence it does create sort of a spiritual aura you do become sort of someone that someone that, that people are drawn to be it positively or negatively because you are a you become a beacon of light Mm-hmm. Because you're you're letting your light shine, and and you know people can't help but to be drawn to that. Now I want to talk a little bit. Uh, so you have newly transitioned and, and newly discovered who you were. Have you always known who you were deep inside? Can we talk a little bit about your your coming out story? Oh yeah, I I remember like being in laying down in daycare, you know, being tiny, and just like being like, oh man, being born a boy is like my first regret. <laughs> I was like, this is this is a mistake. I was like, can I go back and get you know go back to you know I want to be a girl. <laughs> like that's that's who I, how it's always felt, and and I was like, this is just weird because my family is super conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was like, you know, having John McCain and Sarah Palin rallies, and my dad was a gunner's mate in the Navy. So, <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, but my mom also was a dancer at the Alaska Bush Company, so. I'm like, and she was the first female bounty hunter in Washington state. And I'm like, got some pretty, pretty cool energy. Like I love this woman, you know, I really. Sounds like you had a lot of really cool people in your life. And that's probably why you've been so adventurous in your life so far. Totally. That's what, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Seeing like tall, like women sail tall ships into Port Townsend. I'm like, I want to be her, you know? Yes. Like I just resonated more to to more feminine things and but i just knew i had to get on my feet and like figure out like a lot of life because i read the cdc was like transgender is like a mental illness Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well you know school teaches us that anything government is true exactly i mean (laughs) so i just believed it because that's all i knew (laughs) oh And, and and there we go. And, and you know, it, it is uh, it, it is weird when you have government entities sort of giving the the stamp on hom- on homophobia and transphobia and mm-hmm. and 
and it's so strange that we're taught to believe government entities because I mean, a yeah. hundred years ago, they 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 uh, uh, it was a scientific fact that black people were were only like what one third human or something wow. like or, or something crazy like yeah. that is literally in the history books. Uh, so so don't call me and and say you're angry about me uh, mentioning this on the air. Uh, yeah, this, so this happened to me yesterday. Now that we're crazy. adults, I'm like, okay, like this is not all right. Like we have to. We're the adults now and we have to kind of set things straight, you know, like, or queer, like. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so your, your dad, a, a, a gunner's mate in the Navy, your mom's a bounty hunter. Yeah. So you come to them and you say, mom, dad, I'm a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, my whole life, like they've kind of been pushing me to be really masculine. And so it, like that, just going against the the flow like that, it was pretty shocking for them because um, they didn't know like what I was doing on my, you know, like in my personal life, like mm-hmm. they have no idea. So I feel like it was just kind of out of the blue to them. But <laughs> for me, it's been, I had a plan. Like I'm, I was like, I'm going to sail up. I'm going to get my sailboat, sail up to Glacier Bay and like move to Alaska and I'm going to come out and I'm going to just like, get this next chapter rolling how I want because this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And, and they were, <laughs> I came out to them all, kind of on accident, actually. <laughs> um, Filson asked me to write this article about sailing around Alaska and they used my, my current name, Naomi. Mm-hmm. And I, I just assumed they would have used my old name, but I sent the article to my parents and my grandparents and everyone and they were like, well, you should be like Naomi Spar. Like, she's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so rad. Like, we love Naomi Spar. <laughs> Naomi Spar, why don't you write? Why don't you go, like, get put yourself out there? It sounds like something you would write about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, actually, I am Naomi Spar. And they were like, oh, <laughs> I have to go. Um, I Yeah, I got to go to work. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm learning that stereotypes like some stereotypes are true like i didn't i thought coming out wasn't going to be a big deal because it doesn't feel like a big deal to me Mm -hmm. but i guess it's a big deal to people that have known you a certain way like your whole life definitely and and especially your your parents and your family and people like that i i found that when i came out to my mom even though she knew. I mean, I feel. I feel. Like you, I mean, come on, guys, come on. So uh, she she definitely knew. But when when I came out, it was sort of a dramatic thing for her and for my and for my siblings who who also knew. My uh, my brother tells the, the uh, story that when my mom called and told him uh, that I had come out. He was driving around in Utah, and he pulls over to the side of the road, and he screams, and he screams, <laughs> and screams. Yep. And then he sees himself in his rearview mirror screaming, and then he just bursts out laughing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, What's like, happening this, here? This is ridiculous. Because, you know, especially if you grew up in, in, in more conservative homes or more religious homes, um, there is this sort of consensus that uh, being queer is wrong and deeply wrong. And, and you know, the, the people really truly believe this. So when you do come out and, and you are someone who is loved by these people, um, it, it really feels like someone who they love has died or, or, or so I've been told. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so it, it's definitely, totally. it's definitely a deep, um, <laughs> a deep, crazy experience. There was another question I wanted to ask you 
Naomi, but I cannot remember it right this very second. But uh, you have given me some really great experiences and some really great stories. Um, uh, uh, I lost it. I lost the question, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Naomi, I want to thank you for coming on today, and I hope to have you on again in the future. Uh, How did you? How do you feel about what we did here today? Um, I think it's cool. I. Like I used, I used to have a voice, and I just kind of stopped using it because um, I was like, I need to, I want to get my stuff together. I want to like figure a lot of things out. But um, I'm, I'm excited to uh, be here, and I, I would definitely come back. Awesome. Uh, so don't go anywhere, guys. Up next, we have some live music with the one and only Evan Porter. Some original tunes. Stay tuned to the First City Forum. That was "Delicate" by Taylor Swift. We're in the studio now with my good friend, the one and only Evan Porter. How's it going, Evan? Going fantastic, Joe. How are you? I'm really great. Wasn't Naomi just fabulous? Yes. Tons of stories. I love her. I am excited to have her on more just to talk about her her stories and just the things she's done. She's lived quite the interesting life. Yes. It's uh, inspiring, really, how, you know, because we're the same age and, uh, you know, very adventurous life. So it's, it's inspiring. It really is. Are you really the, really the same age? I had, no, I had no idea. Yeah, I think we are. Are you how, Are you 23? I'm 25. Oh, well, I'm technically 24, so just a year apart. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, 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 age adjacent. Uh, so Evan is in today. He's going to play some um, original tunes, and I hear a little cover of, uh, of, of a classic. Um, if you would like to see Evan live this weekend, uh, he will be playing at Art Walk at the Creek Street Cabaret. Don't miss it. But Evan, let's give him a little taste of what they'll get. All right. Almost heaven in Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain and the Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like the breeze. Country road, take me home to the place where I West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. Country road All my memories Gather round her Myers lady Stranger to blue water Dark and dusty Painted in the sky Misty taste of moonshine And teardrop in my eye Country road Take me home to the place where I belong in Virginia, my mountain mama. Hey, mom, take me home, country road. I hear her voice in the morning hour. She calls me, the radio reminds me of my home far away. And driving down the road, I get the feeling Should've been home yesterday 
Yesterday, country road, take me home to the place where I belong. In Virginia, mountain mama, take me home now, country road. Evan Porter, ladies and gentlemen. I first met Evan when uh, I was hosting the open mic at the Fish House with Diane Slagle, and he was in the Coast Guard, and he would come in playing his ukulele, and he had such a great voice, and uh, and I'm really excited to be his friend now and to hear him playing more all around. Don't miss Evan at the Art Walk, uh, Creek Street Cabaret for Art Walk. What day mm-hmm. is that? This Friday, um, you have Austin Hayes opening. Um, Fabulous. From, I believe, doors open. Well, the cabaret should be open, but I believe he starts at 7.30 or 8. And then we, Arrow to the Knee, Arrow to the Knee is our band, our three-piece with Chaz Gist, Claudia Lacornu, and myself. And we start at 9.30 until they kick us out. So come check it out. I'm super excited. I will definitely be there. Now, Evan, I'm excited to hear some of your original songs. All right. I've played, the past couple weeks, I've played... Uh, some originals. I'm trying to make sure I don't replay one. Well, there here. was one that you played the week before last that I really loved. You want me to play that one? Can you play that one and then Anything and then for and you, then Joe. and then one more? <laughs> Evan, All right. Evan treats me so well. <laughs> Evan Porter. Insane with the way, insane, 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 
Evan Porter, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta turn my mic back up. <laughs> uh, do not miss Evan at the Creek Street Cabaret this Friday for the Catch a Can Art Walk. I'm really excited for Arts Walk. I, I see, for those who who know me, you guys know that I love a crystal ring or a bracelet or a oh, yeah. necklace, and I am going to do some shopping this Art Walk, and I hope you guys do too. There's so many vendors out there. We have Amber Lords, Loretta Walker. Do not miss the Outpost for Art Walk. Loretta Walker does an amazing job. I get pretty much all of my jewelry from from her. Mm. I mean, from from my that beautiful silver bear tooth ring with the turquoise, Ooh. and and to the, uh, the, the 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 silver and pearl ring. Uh, I mean, so so many beautiful pieces that mm-hmm. she has and that shop and, and she does a really great job there so shout out to Loretta Walker at the outpost just across the street from the movie theater do not miss it she, I'm sure she'll have some phenomenal deals going on for art walk she's amazing I love that they have free wine normally too most Ooh, of the time where? most of the time they have free wine at um you know shout out to dry goods and shout out to oh, yes. Chinook and Company because oh, they yes. normally have free wine. Oh yes. So hopefully somebody hears this if they don't if they don't plan on having free wine. Definitely shout out to uh, to Dry Goods as well. I, I you know I've been obsessed with those uh, with those crystal candles at Dry Goods. They have these Ooh. amazing crystal candles. I've had the citrine, I've had the amethyst, and I've had the tiger's eye. I'm going back for that obsidian, and I need to get. There's one other one she has there. I don't know, but eucalyptus there's eucalyptus. like a, a eucalyptus one that smells amazing i love it i get that one a lot oh ooh. shout out to, to uh lindsey johnson at catch can dragons um evan can we get one more song before we close out the show i want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first city form i want to thank my uh, special guest the one and only naomi spar um, and i look forward ooh. to having her on more often for queer talk wednesday thank you thank you guys for tuning in and uh evan porter
drowning Moving And someone said true love was dead is lost When constantly changing Every time our eyes meet, I'm high Off your tender loving in the sky I've been steady drifting I've been going with my changes now Thank you. Let's hear for Evan Porter, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once again, do not miss Evan Porter at the Creek Street Cabaret this Friday for the Ketchikan Arts Walk. I want to thank, once again, my guest, Naomi Spar. I look forward to having her as a part of our Queer Talk segment on Wednesdays. And um, and I am your host, the one and only Joe Williams. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's show, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. Um, Peace and love. Peace and love. Happy holidays. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>